When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. City Discount Tyres. Buy three, get one free on the popular Falcon Wild Peak AT3W All-Terrain Tyre. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. Yeah, top of 14 degrees today. It's going to be a wintry one as we look ahead to the round ahead, Bryce Gibbs. And we were just talking unsung heroes as well from every side. Uh, I mentioned Connor Iden from GWS. And uh, Mitch Hinges is another one for the Crows. But we've got a caller right now. John, you've called up about the Unsung Heroes? Yeah, yeah, just um, saying about uh, young John Noble, like he was picked up in a mid-year draft. He hasn't done nothing wrong. Yeah, he's he's an excellent choice, John, because he's uh, game in, game out. He's just so reliable with that back there in the back line. Oh, he's just gut runs all, uh, all, all day. He takes them on and uh, he's beat some really uh, high draft picks and all that. So, no, I just think his, uh, his efforts were really good. Yeah, and the umpiring fair... last night, that was very ordinary. Oh, yeah, you reckon the umpiring no good? Two goals. Hey? Yeah, umpiring no good last night, John? Well, I'm not an umpire basher, but it seems like I am. But those two <laughs> goals they give Cameron last night, like he was a metre outside, one goal. And then the other one, his teammate handballing to him while he was out of bounds. Like as far as I'm concerned, the ball's dead once it goes over there. Mm. Oh, fair enough, John. Uh, obviously, a wild Collingwood supporter there. And John Buddy, he gives a good shout there for uh, John Noble. Yeah, he does. And as you mentioned, he was a mid-season pickup from West Adelaide here in the Sandville. And he's gone on to carve out a, a pretty good career yeah. so far. I think he's just recently signed a, a contract extension this year. I hope I got that right. Mm. But uh, they, they seem to love the ball in his hands too. He obviously does a, a shutdown role on, on one of the small forwards and then uses his uh, leg speed and, and good ball use off the half-back line. So the yeah. umpires, he's a lock in, in their, their side. Don't worry about that. Handy player, David Noble's son, I believe. Uh, keep your texts coming through on 0427-154-166. This one, uh, Smithers, is the, his nomination as an unsung hero. And morning, Bryce. EPL back tonight, YNWA. How's those decisions last night? Kick a goal from... Row one, AFL have lost it. What does that all mean? So, yeah, Smithers, <laughs> um, you'll never walk on. Obviously, the EPL started last yeah. night. Uh, we'll uh, touch on that a little bit later in the sports update. Yeah. Um, so it's a, a Liverpool gesture there, Tom. Okay. So uh, it's good to have the EPL back. And he's referring to the Jeremy Cameron goal where right. Stengel gave it to him. John, uh, our caller, just mentioned it as well. Yeah. Uh, I think everyone was surprised that he was allowed to receive the ball outside the boundary line without yes. getting called back for a boundary throw-in because Stengel sort of handballed it behind him. 
yeah. at, at the at the time. So, it, I mean, it was an amazing goal. Uh, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Maybe the, the goal umpire or the, the field umpire was just caught up in how good the goal was and actually forgot to... Just wanted to give it. For, forgot to pay the free kick because he was out of bounds when he received the ball, Tom. One, yeah. One the umpire would like to have back, I reckon. Yeah, I did see that. That was quite blatantly over the line. Hey, it's time for this. Tell me Bryce, tell me sweet little Bryce. Pretty sick of talking about it, to be honest. Tell me, Bryce. Yes, tell me, Bryce. Well, we dive into the the chasms and the wrinkles inside Bryce Gibbs's mind chasms. about uh, the chasms. <laughs> there, there are some chasms throughout. I've found, but we want to have a look at career post footy because obviously Trent Cotchin and uh, Jack Zebel uh, hanging up the boots this week, among others. But I wanted to get your thoughts, Bryce, on, on what it's like when uh, you finally came to the end and. What, what is your next move? What are you thinking to do? And, and how do you tolerate a nine to five? It's a, <laughs> it's a great question, Tom. And I mean, everyone's different. Uh, guys retire or, or finish up in the AFL system mm. at, at different stages. The, the guys you just mentioned have had long uh, and successful AFL careers, have got uh, a bit of a profile and, and have had time to, to do things away from footy as well. That's mm. probably one thing to, to start with that, the clubs, the, the AFLPA, uh, they have player development managers in every club as well that work with the players to work on uh, things away from football, uh, think, work on their well-being and, and mm. those sort of things as well. So, you know, it's important to, to stay engaged in, in other spaces while you're playing footy. It, it does make it hard in terms of if you if you want to do study or mm. you know, some, some part-time work in, in terms of getting an apprenticeship or something, you, you can do those things, but obviously at, uh, at a part-time part-time level. So it does take a little bit longer than the norm, but guys are, are pretty pretty smart these days. They're pretty yeah. diligent in, in terms of ticking off um, a degree in, in something or, you know, doing a day work experience here or there throughout the year to, to prepare for, for life after footy because not all players can have a, a long, successful career like a Trent Cotchin or, or a mm. Jack Zebel who, you know, will probably step out of the game you know, in a really good financial position. Um, mm. have made a lot of good contacts through the footy club over the journey. Um, and, and having a profile too certainly makes it uh, a little bit uh, easier to, to step into the media or yeah. if they want to continue coaching, whatever it may be. So, um, it can come a little bit easier to those guys, but uh, can be a little bit harder for guys that only come into the system for for two or three years and mm. uh, are trying to establish themselves as a as a, a regular player in the senior side. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes injuries uh, affect that as well, and and it can be harder for those those younger guys to to step back out into the the real world and um, you know land on their feet. So I, I know the AFLPA do a lot of work in that mm. space to to make the transition for players. Uh, as best and as easy as possible. Um, but th there was a, a few things that made me feel comfortable stepping out of, of the AFL world, Tom. And yeah. um, I remember having a, a catch up with Luke Sayers, who's now the, the Carlton, yeah. um, the president. Uh, he wasn't the president at the time, but I was sort of, I had a coffee with him to talk about life after footy and, and what it might look like. And, and he sort of reiterated to me that, you know, he, he would, he would offer me a job in his business off the back of uh, there's a lot of transferable skills that you actually do have that you don't know. And I was like, Correct. What, what do you mean? He goes, well, you know, we hire people can be really smart in what they do, that they can be really um, 
educated in, in a particular field, but some some of them can't hold conversations with people. Mm. They're not great working in a team, but uh, the skills you've built up being in, in an elite environment, you've been in leadership groups, you've obviously, there's a bit of resilience that comes with that, mm. with with the scrutiny, with your performance and, and how you deal with that. Um, uh, I mentioned communication, obviously being out on the field, Direct. working un- under high pressure. Uh, mm. So we said some of these skills, you actually can't teach that to people yet or, or it's hard to, to teach people. So he goes, you'd get a, a, um, a job in my business just off the back of that. And we can teach you the, the, yeah. the other parts along the way. So yeah. to, to hear something like that gave me a bit of reassurance that, oh, you know, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be able to get a job and, <laughs> yeah. um, things, things will be able to pay out. But I suppose it's, it's trying to find something that you're really passionate about. Um, I've stepped out of the system and stayed in footy, obviously working at the South Adelaide footy mm. club in player development, uh, which is, which is something that I really enjoyed in the back end of my, my AFL career to, so to step out and to do something that, uh, that I was really comfortable with and know quite well, certainly made that transition easier. But, Did you, um, throughout your career, do any courses or any, you know, I know a lot of guys do an MBA or business courses to sort of dip your toe in the water? Yeah, there was a bit of a running gag at one stage. I tried everything but never could stick at anything. Okay. So I, I did. I started a carpentry apprenticeship Right. One year lasted uh, only about six months. I decided the the cold wintry days out in uh, Caroline Gee, Springs. Jesus on my day was a carpenter, I think. wasn't uh, wasn't for me. Um, did I've done a whole heap of short courses in things. Uh, I started a clothing label for a few years. Yes, so that famous one. What the, was it called again? Uh, Touche. Touche clothing. Touche. I wonder if there's a there's still a bit of merch out there getting rocked yeah. by a few people, which is good. And <laughs> I, uh, I only recently finished uh, a business degree. Um, right. Finished uh, last semester, actually. So, Is that at a university or TAFE? That or was at uni, yeah. Just wow. online. I don't Chipped know. away at it for uh, a few years, uh, the back end of my career. Whether I use it or not, not sure. But it was, it was like I said, guys prepare themselves for, for yeah. life after footy. And if that was going to, you know, help me potentially get a, a job in, in a field, um, just adding a few strings to your bow, that was uh, something that I wanted to do. Yep. And the other one for, me, for mine is obviously the money playing in AFL is a little bit different from a nine to five, but uh, you were able to cushion the blow uh, <laughs> yeah. going into the real world. You, you had a little bit of assistance that sort of carried over a bit. Yeah, it was nice. And as I mentioned before, guys that be that have been in the system for, for a while, you know, they've got player managers and, yeah. and they Hopefully they're, they're set up well uh, in that space once they leave the game because it, it is a little bit of a shot going from uh, what's what's a, quite a nice uh, <laughs> monthly income to to uh, you know stepping it back into the real world and and earning um, you know a nine to five paycheck. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I was I was getting paid by the crows <laughs> my first year out of the system. Obviously, still had a year to go on my contract, which we uh, which we cut a deal for. So yeah, nice. Was, uh, Nice to be uh, getting paid by the Crows to run around the Sandville against them. Yeah, that was uh, that's a nice little <laughs> bit of a carryover cash. And uh, the one I wanted to ask before we go to a break is, you know, some workplaces pay you monthly, some fortnightly. In the football industry, are you paid monthly or fortnightly? Or? Uh, it's monthly in the, yeah. in the AFL bubble, yep. Yeah, okay, cool. So a little bit to learn probably when you first come into the system and you get a month pay. I know when I was first paid a month at a time, I would blow it within the first week and then be starving for the remaining three. 
<laughs> oh, some some people live little like slow. that, Tom. That's yep. all right. That's little okay. slow to learn. That's today's edition of Tell Me Bryce. Still plenty to come in the show, Bryce Gibbs. We're going to do a time capsule. People have been texting in and requesting we do another one. So we've done 2007, 2008, 2009. We're up to the year 2010, which was a fascinating year. Of course, there was the drawn grand final. And we're going to touch on all things culture. Also still to come, a massive question time edition. And we're going to preview Adelaide and Port Adelaide's games. It's currently one minute past 10, past nine, sorry. Time for the news.